Welcome to We Are Venomaniacs, the Venom Site's official podcast for all of your symbiote news, reviews, and point of views. In the podcast series, a few of the fan club's esteemed and brave members take to the airwaves to discuss symbiote-related comics, movies, cartoons, games, and more. We also provide new updates on fresh media and merch, all, of course, about symbiotes all the time. My name is Orion, and I'm joined today by Carlos, Tyler, and Aaron. Say hi, guys. Hey, hey. guys, what's up? Alright, so in today's episode, we geek out over the latest trailer for the Venom movie and some of the announcements and merchandise shown at San Diego Comic-Con and Japan's Wonder Festival Summer 2018. The second full trailer for the Venom movie dropped on Tuesday morning following much anticipation since it debuted at San Diego Comic-Con's Hall H panel. Clocking in at a little over three minutes, it's jam-packed with even more symbiote goodies than the previous peaks we've seen, including our first full look at Venom and the movie's uh, main antagonist, Riot. So let's jump in to our reactions and analyses of this trailer. Well, I'm not going first, so... <laughs> yes. Well, a lot to unpack here. <laughs> There's a lot to say. Um... I mean, I guess I can finally say to some people that I know, uh, yeah, the CGI looks a lot, a little better. It's a little bit more tuned up, but they could still kind of improve it. Um, you know, I'm kind of happy that, you know, uh, Tom Hardy confirmed at the San Diego that he is doing the voice of Venom, so he's playing both parts. Um, the way how they deepened his voice, uh, he does sound good, but, you know, uh, like... Tyler was saying before, and I do agree with him, the whole uh, dialogue at the end was a little cringy with the whole turd in the wind, you know? But <laughs> yeah. other than that, like, he he does look great. You know, I do, I like the way how he looks. I like the way that his eyes and his face has more of an expression to it. Even even the even the sinking of his mouth and lips and everything to the way he talks is perfect, I think. There's a lot of animation going on in those eyes, very emotive. Uh, and yeah, definitely, uh, it's great that, um, we've got, we've gotten to listen to a few more lines, uh, it, with Tom Hardy as Venom, and at least one of the lines, uh, was ripped straight from the comics, and that's the, uh, eyes, lungs, and pancreas line. That, that one was, that got an immediate reaction out of me when I first heard it. I was like, yes, they finally used something from the comics, um, that, that, Last little spiel, though, um, the the one that ends with Turd in the Wind, uh, that one is definitely not from the comics because there's a lot of people out there who's like, oh, you know, of all the things you pulled from the comics, you had to pull that line. It's like, no, that was not the from the thing, comics. The thing was that, uh, again, I can't confirm, but on Twitter, some people were saying that uh, Tom Hardy actually improvised those lines on the spot. So I don't know if, if that was intentional or he just did that right then and there because... You know, it just didn't sit well with me. Uh, but other than that, like the way how he did that classic troll grin smile, you know, that I was kind of geeking out a little bit. Um, <laughs> I, I love that last scene. I, I really enjoyed just like just sort of the dark humor of it and all. And I thought it was really good, like Eddie scenario. But it's just that one line kind of down a lot. For me. Yeah. yeah. So uh, hopefully they'll change it the same way they. They also fixed how how they said symbiote. Yeah, they actually no, symbiote, symbiote. The the symbiote in the trailer. No, symbiote, symbiote, symbiote. symbiote. <laughs> uh, the way 
great said it from the first or the uh the from this last trailer. trailer. Yeah, yeah. It did say yeah, so. a lot better. Um, yeah. So also, hopefully they'll change that because it seems like a lot of folks don't like that. Yeah. And, yeah. I you know, I wasn't a huge fan of it either. In regards to that last scene, just biting the head off and spitting it out. I don't want him to eat anybody. I don't think he really does, though. You know, the I, thing is, too, we don't even know if this is actually like they haven't confirmed this is a PG or R-rated film yet, have they? No, no they haven't. I haven't no. And right now, it might be leaning more towards PG-13, especially after um, Avia Rod's whole spiel about uh, how kids love Venom. Like, if you're go- if you're gonna have kids watching this, you can't have it rated R. And I like I, I don't think that um, Venom even bit that guy's head off at the end, because uh, if you if you watched the the he threw that initial guy that he was talking about the lungs pancreas uh, line. He just yeah, threw that guy away yeah. in in a, in a single little shot there. So I'm thinking that he goes in to bite the guy's head, but doesn't really bite him because if you look at that uh, Miss Chang, she she didn't look at all like she just watched a monster bite someone's head off. Mm-hmm. So I, really I want to believe. <laughs> yeah, for those that don't know, uh, Venom does not have a clear record. Of eating people, as as Eddie Brock, they've never really eaten some folks. They always like to threaten, like I'm gonna eat your brain and all this brain. stuff, <laughs> uh, but they've never actually done it. Like so, followed, uh, yeah, like following through on their threats. Because I mean, there was that the there was right. the madness where he did cross that line, but not really intentionally. But then he throws it up right afterwards, so it doesn't count. It anyway. doesn't count. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'm hoping he's just threatening them, but it seems a lot of people automatically assume that he's eating them just based off the trailer. So I'm not sure if they want folks to think that he eats people or that he doesn't. And as and as with the rated R thing, if he's going to eat people, it's probably going to have to be R. But, you know, all eyes are on this movie. Folks are saying, how is going to happen without Spider-Man? You know, he doesn't have the spider symbol. How is this going to be right? So, so, that's so they want too. more people watching the movie, and if you want more folks watching the movie, you'll make it rated thirteen and not R. Yeah, um, but I mean, I don't know honestly because well, there's, you know. there's there's a lot of people on the, on the different spectrums. They have, we have one group of people. Oh, is is this going to be PG thirteen? Is like, oh, it's probably going to be shit. If it's rated R, oh, it's got to be good because it's rated R. But I mean, it's it could go either way. And the other thing is, too, is, like, people were kind of, like, were wondering, oh, where the hell is this white spider symbol? He looks naked without it. Like, where is it? It's like, well, he's not, he doesn't have Spider-Man's powers. So we're not, there's a big chance we're not going to see Venom, you know, shooting any webs or, I mean, he's obviously going to climb. You did clearly see that in the trailer, but he's not going to have his signature powers that he got from Spider-Man originally. It's going to be like Ultimate Venom in the Ultimate Venom game, uh, in the Ultimate Spider-Man game, you know. You were mostly just hopping around using tentacles and eating people. There was no real, uh, <laughs> yeah. So for me, because yeah. I love how Venom's face looks so much. I think he yep. looks and sounds so good, but the fact that he doesn't have the spider symbol or the hand patches really, really downs me. Brings me down. It just oh. could have looked so perfect. I so think. I, oh yeah, go ahead. I was going to say that to Aaron. So, Aaron, on mm-hmm. a scale of 1 to 10, how pissed off are you that you saw those bare feet? 
Uh, I don't like symbiotes with toes. They need to have boot feet. They need boot feet. Toes. Not my thing. No, thank you. And now, on the point about the spider symbol, I was just a little disappointed because I know that he has all those kind of white veins going on. I was a little disappointed. Like, they they didn't really try to play around with that and try to create, like, a negative space kind of spider symbol with those veins. Whereas, like, it could have been suggestive that it maybe looks like a spire symbol. I wish the veins were more prominent. You can't really see them that well, and he just looks kind of weird with all these, like, small little white veins. Like, if they were thicker, maybe, and they made, like, a pattern that that didn't have to be a spider symbol, I think that would have been fine. But I will say the one great detail from the trailer, and, uh, of course, I'm going to give a shout-out to um, John. Uh, on Twitter, he posted a comparison screenshot of Venom just, like, he just lunging, like, pretty much at the camera, you know, he's all terrifying looking, and you can see half of his body is shaded blue and half of his, the other body is shaded red, which could pretty much well be a direct reference to the uh, 90s animated series where Venom in that cartoon was had a mixture of red and blue. So that was a pretty good detail that he was able to spot. Yeah, there was, yeah. there's a lot of really great details. Like, even um, in the scene where, uh, where Riot is tearing off the symbiote from Eddie... That's directly taken from a Carnage Unleashed cover, so I'm hoping that Sony continues uh, what they were the, what they had started. I think um, most prominently in the Amazing Spider-Man series, where um, they were trying to recreate certain poses or certain scenes from the comics in the movies. That'd be really cool if we can get that with Venom, where we get some uh, poses, scenes, or or like like we saw a line. Even a line would be nice. Speaking of Riot, I feel yeah. like we he's definitely got to be addressed <laughs> because out of all out of uh, all the Life Foundation symbiotes, you could have to be your big bad. That's just big gray venom. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but those five. What I mean, you got what? Scream, Lasher, Agony, Phage, and now Riot. Now, Riot is the only one that has maybe about three lines out of all of the comic season, and his. <laughs> His design is the worst. Like as you said, it's just a gray venom. So yeah, this could I be. Mean, I don't know if yeah. they. Now, I'm sort of thinking maybe they don't want to use the others because they're too colorful, and this movie has to be dark and edgy because they're supposed to be scream. And if that scream, if that's with that like woman in the trailer, then scream isn't going to be yellow. I mean, I yeah, Riot for me is just a lame choice. Well, I think it, it's it's partly like maybe they included Riot because he's lame choice. Um, maybe this is uh, their attempt at maybe revitalizing the character, redefining him, trying to make him a little more who interesting. Cares about Riot? I know, I know. Who cares? But it's <laughs> it's, it's a weird choice. Yeah. It's such a weird choice, you know. Uh, they should just put, they just should have put out Carnage from the get go. But I guess they might Here's be the saving thing. him. Because I think, even though they're marketing this like, this isn't just another superhero movie, like, I, I think they are trying to make it another superhero movie, despite that. They're like, look at all the Marvel movies. They all have, like, a, like an evil version of the hero, like Black Panther and, like, Ant-Man, and, like, they just... Iron just, like, Man they, and uh, just, I think Monger, they're, yeah. They're just trying to, like, copy that formula. Just like, oh, now, now Marvel fans will like our movie, too. And so I, I just... 
I, I don't love that idea. Like, I, I, I really didn't like, like, for some, it worked for some Marvel movies, but then, like, Black Panther, he was literally just, like, gold Black Panther. <laughs> like, it was, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, how, I mean, if you could use any other kind of villain for for Venom that wasn't a symbiote, who exactly would you use? Because he doesn't necessarily have, uh, at least Eddie Brock doesn't have uh, an expansive uh, nemesis list beyond symbiotes. Like, even if you're using a different symbiote, I'm fine with him fighting another symbiote, but if you use, like, Lasher or Scream, those, they have differences from Eddie. Like, Lasher is uses his tentacles very creatively. And so uh, yeah, but he doesn't like, even have, like, a mouth either. So, I mean, that's sort of, like, design, and it's like you know, like differences from Venom. So, it's really disappointing to see Riot is the one they chose. That's all. And, and like, even then, folks are like, oh, look, why is Carnage silver? Oh, look, it's anti-Venom. You know, folks don't know who he is, but if you used Scream or Lasher or Agony, they have the colors, like, oh... He's green, so that's Lasher. Oh, she's yellow, so that's green. But Riot is just... Huh. So so by logic, then, Riot and Phage would not have been ideal main villains, because, you know, Phage would have definitely been confused for Carnage. Yeah. And the, and Who knows? It could be Bizarnage. Like, Who knows? <laughs> silver and white colored. Like, like, I have no... Like, I have very low expectations in the antagonist of this film, because... So far, for what I've seen, like I'm not really taking it seriously. Yeah, and like oh, further the evolution, like every other Hollywood blockbuster movie. are disposable, so we gotta bomb. It's just so generic. It's like the world's changing. We need a new life form, <laughs> a new zombie virus to take over and you know <laughs> elevate humanity. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tired idea. Yeah. So. um... Definitely, it's going to be very interesting to see the final result of this movie. It's like, uh, I, I I feel like, because I'm so entrenched with, with being a Reddit mod that I'm constantly on Reddit and seeing fan reactions, and there's definitely a lot of hate out there for this movie, and I think a lot of it is pretty undue hate. Like, I... I you see the same arguments all the time with the whole, you know, Spider-Man's not in this and this is going to be terrible. Uh, and the the only argument I haven't seen so far is um, why did they use Eddie? Why didn't they use Flash? Well, well I saw those like before they started filming, but I mean, I, I mean, well, I guess you could say the movie might have been better if they went with Flash with the... Uh, you know, the army story and all of that, but uh, I don't know, because even if you went with Flash, you know, everyone would be like, well, where's Eddie? No, you know, like, I think the, the they kind of merged them together. No, I, I, I think I, that if you had Flash, you'd have an even bigger outcry from people who are saying, but what about Spider-Man? Because, you know, I think Flash is even more embroiled with the Spider-Man mythos than Eddie Brock and trying to do a movie with Flash. Like, Flash requires both Eddie and Spider-Man, so it's like it definitely wouldn't work. Like they could turn him into a generic soldier guy, but that'd be just so boring. But look, look at the Flash that we have now in Homecoming. He's right. So right, like, that's I'm pissed can't. about that. Don't get me started yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah. So that's another <laughs> reason they can't use Flash. If they use Flash, they can't tie this this like Venom movie into the MCU if it happens, because Homecoming already has Peter Flash. And Gargan, 
So, like, the only host you can use is Eddie. So. Lee. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Right. We can use Lee Price or Angelo, right? Uh, oh, God, Lee. no. If, so I guess they had to use Eddie just because maybe if they can tie it in later, which is probably not going to happen. You know why they use Eddie is because Eddie Brock's Venom is the Venom everybody knows. It's the Venom he's that the all too. all the kids all the kids like apparently. So uh, yeah, he's the best, <laughs> most outselling Disney Infinity figure. That's why Venom's so popular. The kids love Venom. Thanks, Ava Rad. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. I think it's a good time to move on to an extension of our last episode about symbiote merchandise by reviewing some of the latest sneak peeks from San Diego Comic-Con and Wonderfest. So let's first talk about, um, we got another peek at the Diamond Select Toys Gallery Series Carnage statue, which um, complements the Venom statue that we talked about last time where it was the transformation into Eddie Brock one. Uh... This this one is this is one of those um, more affordable statues. This one's probably going to be around the same price as the Eddie Brock statue, which I think is like sixty bucks or something. Um, it looks pretty good. I mean, it looks very comic accurate. It looks like uh, something that Bagley had drawn. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah, like these lines are really like because all of the statues are really really affordable and i really like this carnage i think we said on the last one how it looks like he has muscles on him and that's kind of cool and uh, you know yeah it's a um it's a neat little figure yeah, yeah i really do like the detail on him it's uh i think i'd probably might pick this one up for sure <laughs> for sure yeah. I, i'm just someone who i don't really care about statues all that much that's just me I, but I, it's forty dollars like it's not bad. What's the point? So like silly pictures. It looks pretty. Mm -hmm. All right, and then we also got a look at a new gentle giant carnage bus. Now, the last time we saw a gentle giant carnage bus from a comic con, (laughs) uh, that one got into a lot of trouble because they basically modeled it after some fan art. And they didn't. And they didn't get any permission from the fan artist about that. So when it was brought to the fan artist's uh, attention, uh, they basically pulled that statue. Yep, and that one was about two or three years ago too. And it looks like they just got into more trouble over a Punisher statue. So yeah, <laughs> that's great. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, this statue I liked it a lot better than the last one because this looks straight up like a Mark Bagley. Uh, version of the character, you know, it has the pink uh, mouthpiece. Uh, you, you know, like all the, I'm um, like all the black veins going on. I think it looks really neat. Yeah, I think uh, this one I, I'm also going to pass on. I mean, it looks like a, a small enough little bus statue. It's probably going to be very affordable if it comes out, but I'm not really feeling the design myself. So are they still have? Do they have to like change the design because it's stolen art, right? Well, this one is not yeah, that same one. one. Yeah, it's not. Oh, it's not yeah. the same as the last one. So ah, okay. this is something completely different. Um, I I don't think I've seen anything remotely close to this in terms of fan art or even official art. So, um, and then we also uh, are getting a re- a black paint re- uh, variant of. 
the amazing Yamaguchi Reveltech Venom figure, which we talked about in our last episode. Now, the, 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 the initial release was more of a purplish kind of color, and it was very weird, but they're going to be releasing a uh, new version where it has a black paint. Yeah, now, uh, isn't this one only exclusive in Japan from, like, from like some store or something, it's, I think uh, it's it is? a special promotion going on. And not only oh. that, but it's got a limited run, yeah. It's like... Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, um, I think it's only in Japan 7-Eleven, right, I think it is. Hmm. So... So yeah. this is going to be pretty hard to come by, yeah. I think. But I do like the coloring. I like it a lot better than the purple color. And I guess kind of the see-through parts kind of make it more unique. Um, I don't have the first figure, so if I could find this one, I would. But I don't think that's going to happen since this is an exclusive. Yeah. I got the use. Yeah. I, I, I got the figure Orion had. Like, he didn't want it anymore. <laughs> it's like... I wouldn't have bought it if I didn't get it for you. I would not buy it new, even the black version. It's it, it's an okay figure, but it, as my first Rebel Tech figure, it was kind of eh. And so it's yeah. just like, I don't like some parts of it. I don't like the huge, giant lower jaw. Yeah, but, yeah. Right. If I even had the chance at getting this black variant, I would still not get it. I would not touch it's another Rebel Tech still... figure. <laughs> it's still an improvement with the paint, but still, like I said in the previous episode, I just hate the way the sculpt is and the face. So. Yep. Yeah. So if you could, go buy the Carnage one instead. That one's better. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, we also have a new Lego set coming out, the Lego Marvel Super Heroes Spider-Man Mech vs. Venom Mech set. Now... I've I've been a Lego fan all my life. Like Lego was my number one toy when I was growing up. Uh, I don't own too many Legos anymore. I sold most of it. But this is a set I really want to get because I like that really big Venom mech looking thing. That looks really cool. Yeah. Um, so so I think this is is the first set that has Spider Gwen in it. So that may be another reason for folks to buy this. Um, I really like the. The Venom Mech, I kind of like that his spider symbol is like a unique piece on on the um, on the robot, and uh, I think Venom and Spider Man ha- have a new uh, look on them, like a new paint on them too. So it's a new Venom and, and like a and a new Spider Man figure too, which is neat for those that want a newer figure, I, I guess. Yeah, man wearing an all new, all different costume. Right. Right. Yeah. It's it's definitely like I'm a pretty big fan of Lego too. I still got a few sets, but just in the closet. But um, I I don't think I this is something I'd buy at full price. I'm gonna wait for a sale, like because Lego doesn't really go away like recent. <laughs> yeah, so, and not to mention I can definitely the, the sets are very limited, so they're not gonna last on store shelves for a while anyway. And especially since there's no more Toys R Us here in America, it's going to be even harder to find. <laughs> I don't know what that feels like. Uh, That's uh, why online shopping Canadian. rules. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and it's that thought that that was the death of Toys R Us. But yeah. Anyway, is there a suggested retail price for this? I think it was around seventy or sixty, but don't quote me on that. Yeah, they tend to be very expensive, even these it big does sets. Appear, it does appear that Venom look, does look like he has a new face printed, uh, new face print. 
Yeah. Um, and I think, Aaron, you were commenting about the Spider-Gwen shoes not being painted teal blue. Yeah, and that that's so weird because the character is known for those teal shoes and she yep. just looked kind of bland. <laughs> Bad point. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> All right, hopefully, so... Uh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, hopefully the spider symbol on Venom, the, the mech suit, also is on the back as well. I hope they added that detail. That would be nice. All right, so moving on, we also have a um, the MAFEX Venom figure that was uh, premiered at the Tokyo show, or the the Japan show rather. Um, this looks really cool; like it's very classic comic accurate, um, very Bagley slash McFarlane. Uh, I definitely look forward to it. Yeah, he looks. Uh, you go ahead, Tyler. Yeah. This is definitely something more in the realm of something I'm really excited for. They're, the Mafex Spider-Man that's coming out, the comic one, looks so good. I immediately pre-ordered that. That looks fantastic. And so, one, two, even though the head is a bit weird, like his smile, but I'm really hoping he has, like, a Bagley... Like, if he has a Bagley, like, uh, alternate head, like, with the fangs and whatnot, is an instant buy for me. Like... <laughs> yeah, uh, these usually have about... 15 extra pieces, maybe. Um, I know the Spider-Man and the, and the Gwenpool one had, like, three alternate heads. Uh, this Venom wasn't shown with any extra parts, but um, like I said, he looks good. Uh, I just kind of wish he was a little bit beefier. He looks kind of scrawny, but, uh, but maybe that's just me. Yeah. Well, at least he doesn't have the foot, uh, the bare feet, at least. The yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the toe <Blue> feet. feet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. All right, and then um, we got also a few new pops, uh, Ooh, Funko pops, oh, everyone's no. favorites. So uh, the last time we we got a peek at the uh, the upcoming Venomized wave, and we got a bunch more additions to that. So we got the Fye exclusive Carnage uh, pop, which has a brand new um, sculpt. From the first Carnage Pop, which the first Carnage Pop was basically a repaint of the Venom Pop, but this one is a brand new sculpt, uh, unique to itself. So it looks really cool. I want it, but it's Fye exclusive, so it's going to be difficult to find if you're not anywhere near an Fye. I've been trolling their website trying to see if it comes up for order or anything like that, but I haven't seen it yet. That's why, like, I'm kind of was disappointed like why don't we just get the full-on uh carnage you know pop and they can have the semi transformation with cletus's head showing because that one looks a lot better than uh the other version the retail version actually um i honestly the one i want most is the host rider uh yeah the walmart exclusive venomized ghost rider yeah and then you know then we have the target one and the gamestop Black Panther, which should be pretty easy to get. Yeah, so there's the GameStop um, exclusive yeah. uh, Venomized Black Panther, and then the Target exclusive Venomized Loki. And then also, too, we also have the the Anti-Venom Glow-in-the-Dark pop. Now, this this one, I'm still not... We don't have many details about. Like, we've seen small peaks at them. Um, I found an image today, uh, which, which we're showing on the podcast here, where it's... It looks like it's a glow in the dark and it's going to be a box lunch exclusive. But 
I wonder if they're going to come out with a, um, you know, with, with a regular version that isn't glow in the dark. This is a, a transformation anti venom, by the way, not like the original anti venom, which was just another venom repaint. Uh, this one's actually also a repaint of the transformation venom that's coming out from the venomized line. But uh, I, I'm still excited to get it because even though it's a repaint, which is cheap, I I like it enough. Yeah, so I'm all mine already have ordered, so I'm going to get all of them. Um, now, we're also going to get a Venom Marvel Collector's Court box, which will also have an exclusive pop in it. And based off the pattern I'm seeing, I'm going to guess it's going to be a full head Venom. Hmm. But those always have like have one, one exclusive figure in them, and that's probably what it's going to be. Um, I would like to see a full head anti venom, and uh, yeah, so um, so I'm gonna have all these when they come out. Unfortunately, yeah. So so the cool thing about the collector's core box is um, they they're created by uh, Funko, so uh, you're guaranteed to get an exclusive Funko pop, um, a, a T-shirt, a comic with an exclusive uh, cover, and I assume. We're probably going to get Venom number one from Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman with just a with a exclusive variant of Funko Pop, um, and then uh, it also comes with a bunch of other, other cool stuff. things. Yeah. So, um, also the, the other thing I want to bring up too that I think we forgot to mention is from San Diego Comic Con, we are getting a brand new Marvel Legends, well as I like to call him, uh, Black Spider Man 2.0 from Amazing 800. And also, Red Goblin is has been confirmed. That's right. Well, yes, right. that's right. Um, I, I abstain from the pop talk, but I can definitely talk about the legends. And <laughs> well, you go ahead then. Yeah. So, field figures. There's the new black suit Spider-Man from the SM800, and then the Red Goblin figure, who's a Norman Osborn with the Carnage symbiote. And uh, plus, they're not the other two figures revealed so far. Are Silver Sable and the Kingpin Black Cat, like when she was evil. The <laughs> build a figure is the Kingpin. So there's still at least two more figures we don't know. And my guess is because all the other comp- all the other ones are sort of like plot stuff that he's done. I feel like we there's a small chance we might get Mania. I'm or Agent. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So there was two figures they forgot to show. Idea. Well, there's yeah, so two they haven't shown off yet, yeah. Oh, okay. So hopefully. Well, I think Agent Venom has a better chance than Mania, but okay. you keep holding on, buddy. <laughs> I believe in you. I mean, but and then uh, but I I have to say I'm pretty disappointed with the two symbiote figures we've gotten. Like, there's so many better characters we could have. Why are we getting the lame? Because I don't even like the ASM 800 costume. It's just like, why ruin a classic look? And uh, I hate how the eyes are coming off the suit. Lot. I cannot stand that. I so actually what? really like it myself. I like both of the figures, uh, the Red Goblin and the Black Suit 2.0. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm easy just, to please. It's just so weird that these figures are getting releases so quickly, and, and yet we're still waiting on characters that we want. I'm still waiting for the Mania, and it's... You and five other people, though, Carlos. I mean, come on now. Uh, <laughs> come on now, guys. They I made mean, a speed figure realistic. Who wanted let's a speed figure, Aaron? 
<laughs> Nobody! Yeah. Fan. I was the one person who wanted it, and so I'm oh. the one person who wants a Mania figure. <laughs> Hasbro, please! Please. <laughs> yeah, please. so, uh, the red goblin figure, his face looks like an old grandpa, and I, I <laughs> hope they'll fix it He's the same way. Yeah. Yeah, so. Black mustache. Looks like a mustache. Uh, <laughs> right, so. Hopefully they'll fix that the same way they fixed the Eddie Brock face. Um, the new Spider-Man suit, uh, I don't have really anything bad to say about Slot. I'm just thinking since it was his last run and he hasn't made a new symbiote suit, he just said, well, I'm about to leave. Maybe I can just make a new you know, suit for Spider-Man that's a symbiote. Now, the figure has, has like the raised eyes, but like looking... At it front ways, they look really weird now. They're like, like, uh, they sort of look like Wolverine's kind of mask. And I don't know why it has toes. The, <laughs> he did, in the comic, he did not have toes. So why does this figure have toes? I don't, I don't like it. The one thing I want to say about that, because the one thing that will save that figure for me is if, if he has like a transformation venom head. Like, Sort of like the Deadpool figure back in Black Hat, like, uh, except maybe in comics. And oh. so that might be why he has, because he has the head to go with it. I'm well, hoping. Well, mm-hmm. maybe if the uh, if the Eddie Brock Venom head fits, you know, we don't need that head. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm also hoping that the Red Goblin figure has a Norman Osborn head because I would I would love that for my Green Goblin figure. Um, that would give, that would give me a reason. Did the Green Goblin one not have a head for Norman? Two Sandman heads for the Bill of Tiger. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Love if he comes with that head, just so it, it it makes me not feel bad about purchasing the figure. <laughs> All right, yeah. All right, um, and so the, I think there's one more thing we didn't. Yeah, there, say with, uh, there was one more thing, and yeah, it's the Mondo Venom Mondoids. Yeah, these things are just so. weird looking. All right, well, let me talk about these things, since I know about these a little bit. Um, so, these are Mondo's Mad Balls. Now, there was a few years back where they said they were making a comeback, and they were going to make brand new Mondo Balls. That was about maybe three or four years ago. And the first thing they said was, hey, guys, we're going to make some with Marvel. So, like, the first one they showed off was Venom. And nothing happened for a few years. And then they said, hey... We're not going to make the balls anymore. We're just going to make these these vinyl figures, which, of course, is the hot new thing nowadays. So along with some, along with some others, like with, I think, uh, so I think the other Marvel one was the Green Goblin, and I know they have some others like Jason and Alien and, and all those others. So this is like a ball that's on a stand, that has the arms on it, which is sort of weird. I mean, they look really weird. Um, but with the Venom one, what's interesting is that this is the only one that I think I recall that has a variant. So there's a regular Venom that's black, and then there's a blue variant that I think they said is a comic variant. And I don't know how the, they're selling that variant, but I'm but I'm assuming it's because you know the Venom movie's going to be out. Might as well make another one. Slap a new paint job and charge ten extra bucks for it. Yep. yep. 
Yeah, so that's it for merchandise. So let's now talk about some of the comic reveals from Comic-Con. First off, we have our very first Venom annual coming up. About time. Yeah, it's been how many years since we got our first Venom series in Lethal Protector, and we haven't had an annual yet. Yep, we had a special edition, but no annual. Yeah. So, uh, the... The solicitation reads, uh, Venom's 30th anniversary continues. For the first time in Marvel history, the wicked web-slinger called Venom gets his very own annual. This one features a few walk-down uh, memory lane from some of the best comic creators in uh, comics today, and even a few surprise guests from Venom's past. Uh, serving as a great jumping-on point for readers, new and old, this is one issue of Venom you can't afford to miss. So the creators on this are uh, Donnie Cates, uh, jo- uh, Jeff Loveness, David Michelini, and more. And then we also have Ty Walker, uh, Ron Lim, and some of the best artists in the biz, as it's uh, as it's, uh, solicited. And then we're getting covered by uh, Paulo Sicaria. Uh, so it's a whole lot of nothing, basically. We don't know what's going to happen. We just know we're getting an annual with a lot of different stories. So now, I think if it's anything like Venom number 150, where we have several different stories by different uh, creative teams, I, I would be down for that. I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sort ex- of excited about like different or like or- folks from Venom's past. But yeah. You said for Jeff Loftus' story, like I've never written a Marvel I- story he's done. He did the amazing Nova series that only lasted seven issues, and I'll never forgive Marvel for that. Hmm. But I'm so stoked for Jeff, Jeff Loftus writing Venom. He also did a, a DC villain story with Lex Luthor for their summer special recently, and that was also extremely good. So I, I'm I cannot wait for that. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm looking forward to. You know, I want to see what they're going to do with it, and uh, it should be a pretty good issue. So. Yeah, with lots of variants for us to buy. <laughs> yep, Venom <laughs> is a variant magnet. Yep. <laughs> so uh, another cool series we're going to be getting is a short series called Venom First Host, which promises to show us Venom's very first host as a symbiote. So Spider-Man was not Venom's first host, nor was. Uh, Deadpool, nor apparently was that strange alien creature that decimated the entire world shown in uh, Venom Space Knight. So, uh, apparently I think uh, Venom's first hostess was a Kree soldier. Yeah, and I think his name was Telkar, I think? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So it's a brand new character they just created to say this is Venom's first host, and it's going to be in continuity. It's also going to be um, bringing back Venom's newest spawn from the end of the previous series. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with that new spawn. Yeah, so uh, so far we've seen all the solicitations, so we kind of know what's happening. Um, you know, like Venom's going to fight this new host, and somehow the old host is going to have the symbiote back and we're going to see Eddie team up with some people to, to fight him and we're going to see the, the, the new spawn in some fashion. Yeah. I've kind of had like theories, maybe Eddie might bond with the new, the new spawn symbiote. Um, but again, also too, I'm 
I'm still kind of like not looking forward to it in the way that you know Costa is now doing this, and this is pretty much his farewell to the series. I think the the one bright side to it is that we're getting more interior art by Bagley. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Bagley is always a treat, and I'm glad he's going to be drawing, but I'm I still don't trust Costa. Yeah, well, with you, Carlos, I'm you, yeah. very hesitant about the series, especially with the work Costa's done in the past. Not to mention. Not to mention that even though the solicitation has pretty much spoiled most of the freaking book. <laughs> yeah, well, that's with everything, though. <laughs> well, and you just... guys say what you will. Well, I'm going to miss seeing Liz and and Dr. Stevens and some other side characters from his Venom story. So. Yeah, I'm disappointed that we didn't see any follow-through with Liz and Eddie. You know, I kind of liked that. I mean, mm. wouldn't, wouldn't they still, wouldn't um, Donny Cates still have that? If he wants to continue, I mean, he could, but so far the series doesn't look like it's going to bring those those folks back. I'm just the thing I'm most curious is what's going to happen with the spawn, and just because yep. are they going to kill it? Because then what was the point in the first place? They should get it to Mania, right? Thank you. Yes, I was just <laughs> going to say that. If they don't do that, what's the point? Or yeah. maybe. All this is hope for you, Flash fans. Maybe this is Flash's way back in from from the dead. You know, maybe sad. maybe the maybe the uh, new symbiote has some of Flash's DNA or something, recreating him and no, bringing him back from the dead. No. I don't know. Let him stay dead for a few <laughs> more years, please. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. All right, and then another cool thing is. Um, we we have that uh, web of venoms uh, one shot series that's beginning with uh, venom, and apparently venom, uh, venom something like that. Yeah, venom, yeah. And uh, at some point, it's going to have a lead in story to a Carnage Born arc, and we have no other details besides that title, Carnage Born. And I'm thinking um, it's either going to be some sort of new rendition of Carnage's origin uh, because of the movie or something or um, it's going to see Cletus coming back or this is my theory is we're going to see Normie Osborn come back because he still has some of the Carnage symbiote for when he was Goblin Child I hope they don't do that because Donny Cates has been hyping up Carnage for a little while um, he's uh, said that he's his second favorite symbiote host, and I think he said he wants to write him. And folks seem like they're kind of getting an itch for old Cletus Cassidy because folks were kind of mad about the Red Goblin. You know, where's Cletus? And then folks were kind of mad when he was a poison because and you know, he's like still a poison, right? Yeah, because Carnage still has his fans, believe it or not. So I'm kind of thinking this is going to be their way to bring him back for the for the arc after this next arc, which is going to be like a fight with Carnage, I think. I think this, like, it's going to be the equivalent to the Superior Carnage Annual, where it basically just fixes Cletus, and it's going to be the yeah, exact same thing. Yeah, it's going to be, I, that's absolutely my prediction. It's going to be what fixes Cletus from turning him into a poison, and it's going to turn him back into normal Carnage somehow. Sounds fine with me. Yeah, which is, I'm completely fine with that. So it's like, let's get Cletus back on track, let Carnage rules, all that. Yeah, I think Carnage is one of those characters who should really never change, even though he is so two-dimensional. 
like, I think, you know, was it uh, not Gary Dugan? Um, who who was it? Um, the the previous Carnage series we had that was really good. That was Gary Conway. Gary Conway, that's right. So Gary Conway had the right idea of um, turning Carnage's story into a classic kind of Cthulhu cult uh, horror story tale. And that's kind of where um, Donny Cates is taking Venom. And I think that is a great new direction for, for Symbios. Um, y- even though that's not really Eddie Brock's cup of tea, he's more of a, uh, a down-to-earth, uh, street-level crime fighter type of, of character. I think Symbios in general should start moving more towards the horror genre. Because I think it's really working for them. Who knows? Maybe this could actually be about Null's origin. Who knows? He's no. just throwing us off. Null is carnage. <laughs> uh, he's he's born in darkness, so he's carnage born. It's a throw off. Well, for Null's sake. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I think that will do for today's episode. So be sure to get your tickets to the Venom movie as soon as they're available for purchase. Uh, Venom will be in theater. Watch it, please. Go watch it twice. We yes, need please. All the money we can. Venom will be in theater starting October fifth. As always, thank you to my fellow hosts Carlos, Tyler, and Aaron for joining me today, and thanks to the Venom site for permitting us to make this podcast under the TVS banner, and of course for all of uh, TVS's general generous support. And finally, thank you, uh, loyal listeners and fellow Ven- Venomaniacs. Uh, you guys make an awesome community, and it's an honor to be your voice on the airwaves. Together we are Venomaniacs. <laughs>